Welcome to Mosaic, the EDC podcast. Mosaic is a place to explore pressing challenges in education, health, and economic opportunity with EDC staff around the world. Survivors of suicide have a unique perspective on what works and what doesn't in suicide prevention programming. But for a long time, their voices and experiences were missing from prevention efforts. That's beginning to change thanks to people like Teresa Humphreys Wadsworth, an associate project director at the Suicide Prevention Resource Center. In this podcast, Teresa discusses her own lived experience with suicide and details a new effort by SPRC to promote lived experience and prevention programming. She also offers some concrete steps that organizations can take to create an environment where survivors feel comfortable sharing their stories of hope and resilience. So Teresa, thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Oh, thank you for inviting me. So in the suicide prevention community, there's been a recent push to include more people with lived experience in prevention efforts. And I was wondering if you could start there. Um, Explain to me what lived experience means. Okay. Lived experience just means life experience. Uh, At some point in your life, you've been touched by suicide personally, either through loss, like you've lost someone to suicide that you cared about, or perhaps you have attempted suicide yourself or someone in your family has. So it's about that intimate first-person experience where suicide becomes somehow imprinted within your life. And why is it important for people with lived experience to bring their viewpoints into suicide prevention efforts? Well, there's a couple of reasons that we really are looking for people who have lived experience to step forward. Um, First of all, they're the ones who are truly the experts in this area. Um, They know what it's really like to walk in those shoes or walk beside someone who is experiencing suicide thoughts or feelings or impulses. And their perspective helps us have insight into what is going to be most effective. So a person with academic experience, someone who studied suicidology, who has degrees, understands from a a theoretical perspective about suicide, but someone who has lived through it has a different understanding. And when we can pair those two together, we have the best chance for saving more lives. And I'm, I'm curious about how well these experiences have been integrated over time. So is lived experience sort of a, a new concept in suicide prevention, or has it always been integrated into prevention efforts? I would say within suicide prevention, it's relatively new. So the first voices we had of lived experience were people who had lost a loved one to suicide, a loss survivor is how we refer to them, um, that they were really the ones pushing the field to do something. So they had a very strong voice. More recently, over the last five, six, seven, eight years maybe, we've had more openness to hearing from individuals who've attempted suicide or who have lived with suicidal thoughts. And they have given us additional perspective. And it's really increased our understanding as a field and grown exponentially the types of interventions and the wording and approaches that have been successful. This idea of lived experience is nothing new. You know, people who have um, a variety of disabilities coined the phrase, nothing about us without us. And this is just another extension of that same sort of philosophy. And then just to get a sense of, I think, scope and scale, how common is lived experience among the general population? In one study, um, they looked at how many people know someone who've died by suicide, and 48% of the people who responded 
knew someone who had died by suicide. So nearly half of people have had some impact or known someone who died by suicide. So it, it's fairly common within what people know about in terms of um, having serious thoughts about wanting to die by suicide among adults in the United States aged 18 and older the National Survey on Drug Use and Health revealed that there's about 10.6 million adults within the past year who had thought about it. So that's about 4%. And we have another 0.6% or 1.4 million adults who've made a suicide attempt in the past year. So it's not common, but it's not unusual at the same time to have been touched in some way by suicide. Right. So there's a lot of lived experience out there sort of waiting to be tapped for these programs. Exactly, exactly. So the chances are within your organization, you're likely going to find a few people who will be willing to say, oh, yeah, I've been touched by suicide. I want to help. So in your role at Suicide Prevention Resource Center, you've recently led the development of a new toolkit about lived experience in prevention programming. So tell me a bit about what the toolkit does and who it's for. So the toolkit is really designed as um, kind of an introduction to this whole idea about lived experience and um, how organizations can begin recruiting in individuals with lived experience to be more active within their organization and within their specific activities. So they're going to get a little bit of that. And then we're going to talk about what is lived experience, um, how to find someone with lived experience, because it's, you know, not something we sit around and talk about over coffee, but that's beginning to change. Like People are beginning to be a little more open about it. And the more open people are about their own experience within their comfort zone, it makes it okay for the next person to share their experience. So it's becoming more and more of an open conversation. And then what are the benefits, right? So making that, what's the benefit for the organization? What's the benefit for the individual? And ultimately, what's the benefit for your community? And how did you integrate lived experience into the development of this toolkit itself? So we did you know, walk the walk along with talking the talk. I personally have lived experience, um, about four generations of suicide uh, behaviors within my family, from my own attempt when I was a teenager to my youngest son's very serious attempt about 19 months ago. And so walking along in those parallel shoes helped me um, bring that experience forward and share with others. We also reached out to other individuals who have disclosed that they have lived experience and encouraged them to share their perspectives. And we got quite a bit of good feedback from them. So it's not just about me and my perspective. It's about multiple perspectives from people who have lived experience. And then finally, how can organizations create a welcoming experience, or a welcoming environment, rather, for people to disclose that they have lived experience and it's something that they might want to to share or, or draw upon? Well, creating a welcoming environment really takes leadership. So the leadership within the company needs to step forward and match up uh, suicide prevention activities and efforts and focus with their organizational mission and, and communicate how those things go together. If that leadership is also then able to disclose something appropriate about their own personal experience, either with a mental health issue or personal struggle or with suicide, it opens the door for people to more emotionally Um, connect with the issue and see that this really is an open conversation within the organization, not just the next great initiative. So putting those things into place with leadership and then also actively recruiting individuals within the organization to step forward and say, 
yes, I have lived experience. I want to work on this project. And being clear about what are the roles and expectations of the project? Um, what are the ways that we can ensure that their lived experience is held in equal regard to the people with the letters after their name? And what are the ways we as an organization need to start looking at our leadership? Um, like a governing board, for example, do we have specific individuals on our governing board who have lived experience? Is that the type of uh, level this organization is willing to go to to create a welcoming experience? Um, there's many different levels of that, and we kind of lay that out in the toolkit and some steps to start taking to create that welcoming environment. Well, Teresa, thanks so much for joining me today to talk about suicide prevention. I know it can be sort of a tough topic to talk about, uh, but I really hope people download the toolkit and use it to include those with lived experience into their prevention programming. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Mosaic. For more information about EDC's suicide prevention efforts, visit us online at edc.org.